And welcome back, everybody, to the latest and greatest installment of Go Folk Yourself Podcast, an American podcast brought to you live from the internet here in sunny Orlando, Florida. I hope you guys have enjoyed our little summer break. I know that we have. Uh, tonight on the show, we have Ethan. Hi, it's me, Ethan. Nick. Hey, everybody. And the hated Victor. Hey, guys. How was your cruise? Would have been fun to get invited. We we did invite you. Yeah, we what? definitely sent it over. Didn't we? You didn't get the Facebook invite? No. Huh. I huh. just showed up to the annex one day and was like, oh, no one's here. And there was a note from Dan and said, fuck you. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, you're what Harry, you gonna... right? You're uh, that brother? No. Yeah, we had yeah, a really Harry good go? time with Harry. Harry was oh, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah he, he's really cool. I mean, he to be fair, cool. I have a baby. I can't just leave him. I mean, I can. Like, yeah, you know, we were really I was thinking say, about My dad that. did a great That's, job My dad it. did a great job. <laughs> now we'll dive into each one of our childhoods and see which one had a dad. <laughs> Spoilers. All these guys with their dads. <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. Raised myself, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Into this strange sexual occultist that I am. It's just me and my wolves, like just always. Me and my wolves. <laughs> I was once a lone wolf pack, but now I have many to join my wolf pack. <laughs> We're a wolf pack of five, five. sometimes six, including <laughs> Dan K. And once, including Harry. <laughs> So yeah, summer yeah. vacation was good. You yeah, guys it was a good cool. time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was fine. Anyone do anything of note over no. the break? No. Nope. You sat know, and waited for the next episode. I do want to <laughs> just like all of you. <laughs> just sat at the computer waiting for us. To <laughs> I do. I do want to say, uh, summer vacation in Florida sucks actually, because it's hot as hell all yeah, the time. That is correct. Because yep. the Earth is trying to kill us. Yeah, we shouldn't exist. Also. We should no be one a was swamp. Me- yeah, no well, one is was the Earth trying habitat. to kill us, or are we trying to kill it? I think the Earth is like trying to shed like some extra weight. <laughs> like I have a bunch of, of fleas named and we're the weight. <laughs> yeah, not to make a sudden turn, but I was thinking about it the other day where like I, I was seeing all these people like, oh, nothing like summer, you know, ball game, and they're in like Chicago. <laughs> And where it's, it's not, like 70. Yeah, and they're probably. like, oh, this is great. No oh, yeah, humidity. Summer, when I lived in Boston, summer, you like, oh, thank God, like the sun is out. Yes. Because for like months, you would not see it. Right. And it's below 40 every day, and it's miserable, and then summer comes, and then you realize, oh, wait, no one installed central <laughs> AC in any of these buildings. This is awful. Yes. <laughs> like once July <laughs> oh, hits, God. and it yeah. gets cold again. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. They probably don't need AC. No. no. You get a, a lot of them AC don't even building have or something. I mean... Some nicer places obviously have it. Right. That's yeah. how it was in, in New York. Same thing. It'd oh, be yeah, like right. summertime. You're like June. You're like, man, this is great. It's not snowing anymore. I can mm-hmm. breathe. Yeah. And then it's like July hits and you go, oh, shit. No, we didn't plan for this. Same thing. Window air conditioner. But then you just like wait it out because it's yeah. like it's two months. It's not worth $300. A week later, you're freezing again. Yeah. yeah. I feel like a window air conditioner mm-hmm. is okay. Yeah. They're just, Medium they're all right. right. Is that killing the earth really? I, I mean, don't know. Probably not. It's plugged into the wall. They're not great. Right? It's really cold right <laughs> up against it. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, it's fine. Anyway, climate change, right? Somewhere right, there's it's a polar bear shaking nothing, his fist in the air. <laughs> nothing plays like climate change. That's oh, right, man. folks. Alleged climate change. Alleged climate <laughs> Alleged. change. Yeah. I'm just saying it still gets pretty cold in the winter. So yeah. It's yeah. obviously yeah. not it's happening. Sometimes. Come on. So. Sometimes it's hot. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. All I know is I got enough clothes. I'm yeah. not a weatherman. Come I'm on. fine. Brett, take us out of the swampy, hot 
yeah. bowels of Florida, and where are we going? We are going into the frigid <laughs> bowels of <laughs> God's true. country, Minnesota. 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 Oh, yeah. South Canada? That is correct. South Canada. Wait, we're doing Minnesota? But it's like the opposite of Canada, where it's gun-toting militias. I totally thought we were just doing Maine again. You just texted us and said MN. Yeah, Maine, Minnesota. Maine, Minnesota. All right, hang on. I got to go look something up real quick. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. Just do the main shit over again. No one listens <laughs> you, to this podcast this anyway. Is, <laughs> right? Yeah, Stephen King wrote a whole Packers. bunch of books in Minnesota. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> he wrote one about a giant twisted. lumberjack that killed people. <laughs> <laughs> he was so big that the only thing he could have sex with was an ox of his same relative size. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, you remember that discussion? It came back, yeah, yep. full, full circle. Folks. He couldn't fuck anything else but that ox. <laughs> because if he fucked anything else, it would die. He like killed him. That's, That's right. He kept his side. Uh huh. He's got to fuck something. It's like Samson's hair. Uh-huh. He's got to fuck something. <laughs> He's got to fuck something. Yeah, that's that what all the locals say. <laughs> that should be a shirt. Just, <laughs> oh oh god! Just the like worst campaign, like the lo- like the, the cartoon Paul. Paul, or not Paul, what's his name? Uh, shit. Rosie Paul Bunyan. What's his name? Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan. Yeah, Paul Bunyan. Yeah. Yeah. He's right got to fuck something and then He's like a <laughs> sad looking arse. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. oh, Jesus. Would it be better or worse if it was a happy looking ox, though? Yeah, no. I would uh, hope I don't happy. know. It's not good either. What if it was like a pancake, like a big pancake that he's holding and he's like shamefully pouring syrup on it? <laughs> he's like fucking like a pancake? Like, yeah. <laughs> Paul well, Bunyan fucks it's, pancakes. It's, like they say in Minnesota, he's got to fuck something. He's got to. Apparently, that is a state motto. That's the motto <laughs> of Minnesota. Their, on their drive license. Well, you know, plates. that's what we always say here. You got to fuck something. You got to fuck some. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite. One of my favorite accents is the Minnesota accent. Yeah, you yeah. know my favorite thing about Minnesota used mm-hmm. to be the tales of Lake Wobegon told by <laughs> Garrison Keillor <laughs> before he was exposed as a sex pervert. Yeah. Was <laughs> that, that one hit just really quick? Not to pr- keep bringing yeah, up depressing bring up the subjects, <laughs> right? Yeah, but like that one hit. Really like to the core. That for was me. Really? That was yeah, me too. I, I was, was like, like, oh, no, shit. Oh, to me, no, it was no, Louis C.K. That was the. I was Ooh, like, God, that was a big one. Fuck, he looks awful. like a pervert. He yeah, looks like he I'm wears. I'm not saying like he was holy or mighty or anything. It was just cup. like, I, he makes. The jo- like when someone makes jerking off jokes, you don't hope that that's based off a yes. real thing that happened. Yeah, and that's what I'm like. Oh, now I can't enjoy those <laughs> like hour specials anymore. This whole time, he was more like Jerry Seinfeld. Just his casual observations about real life were creepy as fuck. Yeah. Oh God. You yeah. know, yeah. like yeah. he wasn't yeah. doing a ridiculous. He was going like, doesn't everybody jerk off? Yeah. In front of people, people in hotel rooms, they don't people. want it. They're trying to get a prom- <laughs> Don't <career>. you? Don't <laughs> you hate it when you just whip it out and they're not into it? I'm oh, just like man. all you folks. Isn't that funny? Right? <laughs> I jerk off in my office every morning, just like you guys. <laughs> just like you guys. What's the deal with that? Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> like oh. the Garrison Keeler the Gar- is just that, shockingly disappointing. That was the one where I was like, I don't like, want to think about like, him having sex. Uh, he was the uh, whistle-toothed old man yeah. from the NPR. Prairie, the Prairie, Prairie Home, Home Companion. Companion. Oh, really? Yeah, the like, guy. Oh, yeah. welcome to the Tales of Lake Wobegon. Oh, really? That guy, yeah. <laughs> He's like, where the women are strong and the men are upstanding. Yeah, yeah. and, and all the children I, go to school or yeah. whatever. The, yeah. All the children are above average. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even quote that without 
feeling like I'm like endorsing a sex pervert. I know. <laughs> like, I know. We, normally we would like cut away when there's like a shitty fun fact, but I actually have like a story about that. Yeah. Oh, oh God, go for, go it. for it, please. So <laughs> the Fitzgerald Theater in St. Paul, Minnesota, which was the home to the Prairie Home Companion, mm-hmm. is not only the oldest theater in the state, but it's also said to be haunted. No shit. Okay. And is it haunted by the tarnished memory yeah. of Garrison Keillor? Not what only it is. is it haunted with that. <laughs> it's haunted by his reputation. It's haunted by his horrible reputation and also an entity called Ben by the folks who work in the Fitzgerald. Ben began making his presence known in 1985 after renovations to the theater's ceiling revealed a hidden balcony containing a letter to a stagehand named Ben. Ooh. Yeah. Ben okay. is usually quiet and somewhat playful, much like myself after a couple glasses of wine. <laughs> That's the creepiest way you could have ever described yourself. What a side with Jesus. I'm really fun. After two glasses of wine, I'm crazy. (laughs) The hilarious fact is I hate wine. I just really needed to make that joke. Really? You actually don't don't like wine? I get the the artistry behind it and like the sure. tasting technicalities yeah. it just doesn't do as much for me as beer or coffee I get oh, that uh, I recently got into <coughs> wine because uh, yeah. of my girlfriend she fucking loves wine that's right folks like, he's taken that's right just like she's real just like the rest of these guys he's taken <laughs> <laughs> he's no longer the sad one sorry folks <laughs> uh, yeah she's a huge huge bad. wine aficionado I didn't yeah. know that yeah. dude That's I love awesome. wine it's amazing it's I, I feel like I've discovered a whole new world yeah like Aladdin gentlemen. welcome to Winecast yeah Winecast Wine down wine ca- are you guys oh, are wine or uh, you guys are red or white wine I'm a red depends on what I'm eating I'm a full bodied red I'm a full bodied red unless I'm with fish then I'm Wait, let's yeah. be real. Don't what? adjust your volume, guys. It's meant to be at this low volume right here. <laughs> what do you keep what, it nice uh, and, and you know, Victor? What do you meant. what kind of wine? Uh, do you, um, do you I drink? like a Perrier with yeah? some uh Gouda cheese. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. okay. I like a, a fine Pinot Noir Any, personally. Oh, okay. Has anybody had a, a Walmart brand sweet red? Ooh, oh, that's yes. a good oh, that's nice. The Boone's that's Farm. A, <laughs> that's a good I can't pay my rent. I'm gonna drink this till tomorrow. <laughs> that's uh, some I solid fancy wine. myself to be like my uncle, a nice Carlo Rossi Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> like Jugo wine. Uh, <laughs> I once drank an entire one of those and then vomited <laughs> profusely onto myself and then fell down and broke my nose. As is tradition. That is a fact. That is a real story. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What if what if a wine podcast did that where they just talked about their worst wine nights? I'm, I'm sure there's like they, of them out there. Like the, but they treat it really calm and they're like, one time I got so drunk I Called my ex-wife for three hours straight. <laughs> and I you begged know. her, and I begged her not to take the kids. Yep. I was so blackout drunk, I came into work the next day and emailed everyone a picture of my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, I was promoted in a week. Oddly enough, I became CFO. <laughs> huh. They gave me a comedy special. Anyways, I've been Louis C.K. Oh, so oh, 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 shit. Oh, I was waiting for it. Oh, oh man. man. <laughs> What also is a circle? Uh, some of these famous inventions are from Minnesota: Scotch tape, weedy cereal, Bisquick, HMOs, um, and also green giant vegetables. Okay, H- what's a Bisquick? HMOs. You know what Bisquick uh, is? 
Yeah, what is, is that? It's like, I don't want to make this, stuff from scratch. You yeah. just put it in, and you can make pancakes or bread or flat. Or like yeah, it's like want. ready-made. It's got like leavener in it Biscuits and flour it. and shit. It's, it's mostly liquid for like, bread? It's, it's not liquid. It's, <laughs> no, it's not yeah. liquid. It's powder. It's well, like, now they have it's powdered oh, bread. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. They have that for pancakes. Like the shake and pour or some shit. What you do is, after you've had enough wine, you just eat it. You just chew on the raw flour. drink a cup Yeah, I have never heard of this. Yeah, it's like ready waffle mix, but it's for like biscuits. You, is it like a gogurt? You like squeeze it out, or is oh, it like gross. a Nesquik quick no. where you like spoon it's it? Like pa- it's like a <laughs> it's like a, a rat box poison. cake shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. On a quick behind rat the poison. fun facts, it's like I rat honestly poison. thought Scotch tape was gonna get more appeal than the Bisquick. Thank you, Brett, for making that fun fact <laughs> worth it. No I, problem. I totally. learned something new. <laughs> yeah, really quick. HMOs are from Minnesota. Yeah, it's invented in Minnesota. Huh. Yeah, huh. so it's a thing over there. Good nice. for them. Yeah. You know Another what? Another invention yeah. over there is rollerblades. So they're commercially successful inline skates from Minnesota. Thanks Not a lot, Minnesota. And Olsen <laughs> invented it in 1980, and they were looking a way to practice hockey during the offseason. Little Wait. did they know that the 90s would turn it into the worst knockoff of skateboarding <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was that, like, new. Yeah. What roller uh, rollerblading? Yeah. Yeah, because well, before that skating. it was roller skating. Yeah. Oh, like, like where they're all in a oh, line. Oh, yeah, all yeah. In line inline skating. Yeah. Did you guys ever learn how to use those? No, no yeah. I, I, I did, did not. I did have a pair. I always kept the hockey. quads. Huh. All I went, through college. Oh, you ever had the four? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> knee high socks. Yeah. You had like the seventies era. Your short shorts with your. I'd skate on down to get my perm and yeah. Going out to the rest stop. Yeah. You know. On my quads. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what else you got? I just uh, realized I never finished this story. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, no, yeah, I wait. didn't realize it until you said that last one. I'm like, weren't we? Oh shit! Yeah, we were <laughs> the haunted. Yeah, you oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. Wait, haunted, what right? happened in the haunted? Yeah, what, what about Louis C.K.? Yeah, what did he? So Louis C.K. or Ben, as we'll call him, so we don't get sued again. Oh yeah. sure. Um, he oh, fair use. Fair was use. fair use mm. totally fine. Uh, he was. Yeah. They basically said he used to move and hide tools and empty bottles of muscatel in out of the way places. Hmm. But on one occasion, he nearly injured two stagehands by dropping a large piece of plaster between them from the scaffolding above. When the debris hit the ground, the two workers looked up and saw a hazy figure moving in the catwalks, who disappeared right before their eyes. The strange thing about this encounter is that no one knows where the plaster came from, because the ceiling in the Fitzgerald. Is not made of plaster. Ooh, wow! Oh shit! What's so it made out of? Bisquick. Anything? Else. Probably Bisquick and HMOs. <laughs> Bisquick and Scotch tape. It's the tears from using your HMO mixed with the Bisquick yeah. and then on the ceiling. Plastered right up there. So yep. that yeah. means that motherfucker wow. went out, got plaster, and brought it back. What a he went out, got plaster, industrious <laughs> ghost, brought plaster, and then threw it at somebody. Wow. I I think it's a phantom situation, like Phantom That's, of the Opera. I think Ben is Phantom of. Uh, Garrison Keillor's venue. I think we're all just <laughs> looking for our Christine. Am I right? <laughs> I think he's a phantom. Fair use, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, go ahead and just ignore him. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Is that plaster? Don't oh, worry. Don't you worry about That's it. just been. He's, he's a phantom around here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really bad Garrison Keillor. I liked I it. I thought it was like a weird Sean Connery thing. <laughs> I was song. trying to do Sean Connery. Uh, okay. I, I was yeah. trying to do Garrison Keillor. <laughs> all the, what does he do? It's yeah. like a... Not it, an, it's like a... It's just kind of how he talks a little bit. Do you want to oh. see my dick? <laughs> do you want to see just like him. Oh, my God. It's like uh, he's in the like, room. It's like listening to a complete recording of NPR right there. <laughs> 
Speaking of theaters, did you guys know Minneapolis has its oldest running theater, the Old Log Theater, and the world's largest dinner theater? I got an old log you can see, young lady. Oh, no, Garrison, put that away. Oh, the puns alone. I'm sorry. There we go. I said it right this time. So it was a large, um, what'd you say, dinner theater? So they have two things. The, the, the oldest running theater, the Old Log Theater, mm-hmm. and they have the largest nice. dinner theater, the Chassan Dinner Theater in the in the country. What is a dinner theater? Is that like a it's mystery like, murder? Like medieval theater? times. Mystery birth. It's where you're part of the whole thing. Like you go yeah. eat dinner and it's like, there's been a murder. And oh, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like medieval times. That. Yeah, medieval times. That, Quality yeah, established. Sure. There we go. <laughs> medieval times. Two separate things. Do you remember when medieval? I'm sure Dan somewhere is screaming. There's a difference. There's a, <laughs> there's a difference. It's theater, not performance. <laughs> Do you remember when medieval times had that whole push with a new storyline where there was a lady? I've seen it. It's oh, great. Yeah. Oh, you saw I, it? Yeah, I went yeah. there for my birthday. No kid. What? Wow. Yeah, I'm thinking about. She was a, a fair and just queen, huh. and I heckled her chancellor, who was the former <laughs> king, because I was very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you're a nightmare for dinner theater. You know, I got a great rise out of the audience, and afterwards he came up and talked to me and oh. found it quite funny. Nice. <laughs> Isn't that the best when you're the funny guy in it, the audience? It was the greatest gift of all. <laughs> One t- <laughs> Validation from an old man. <laughs> the king looks up and he just like winks at you, and he's like, you can have my daughter. <laughs> fuck all these men on horses. <laughs> you. This guy fucks. <laughs> this guy <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, we got any other uh, fun facts there? Yeah, uh, what else you like got? this one. The nation's first Better Business Bureau was founded. I, I am a businessman, so... <laughs> I was like, are you a fan of the Better Business Bureau? <laughs> I'm the, also... Fun the fact about the Better Business not, Bureau, uh, it is a scam, yeah. basically. Oh, okay. It is like pre-Yelp. <laughs> what? So, really? you know, Yelp is like pay to Did play. you read that on Reddit this morning? No, I did not. There was a rant, like exactly like this on Reddit this morning. Oh, I haven't been on Reddit today. I've been at Fair. work all day. <laughs> Fair yeah, use. so was I. Reddit. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I was on Reddit. Working hard, huh? Working <laughs> <laughs> if my manager's listening to this, I was on break. <laughs> no one listens to this. No, Nick. no, one no one. This is going into vacuum into space. We're just yeah. shouting into a void. We're just, yeah. Are we recording? <laughs> <laughs> what oh, happens when the void shouts back? Oh, no, Garrison. Garrison, no. please stop. Play some music. <laughs> like the sound effects folks. guy is there, you know? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. Somehow, <laughs> intelligent life out there is listening, and this in somehow gets to them. They're yeah. like, "Oh, what's on? Oh, no, never mind. Never Move mind. On. The next one. Clearly not an intelligent galaxy. life species. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Better Business Bureau is a scam, mm-hmm. pay to play kind of thing. It's a pay to play thing. It's like you it's know, it's like pre Yelp is the best way to think of it. Okay. Damn. Yeah. What it's a, a place for white people to go and say, "Well, they didn't honor my coupon," and damn it, it was only but two now. months expired. I just yeah, want to say the manager. Like no one, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't like, matter. <laughs> does anyone listen? I don't listen to Yelp. I don't go on there. I don't I trust use them. Yelp to find hours in menus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah. Are they open? I don't read the reviews because it's just awful, entitled bullshit. Yeah. Like half the time. 
I do sometimes, but yeah. usually for that reason, because I just want to hear, like, <laughs> no, I just want to see my reviews. Like, they didn't you fold my napkin. Like right. you did Yelp <laughs> I have reviewed places on Yelp, but I have never given a negative review on Yelp. Really? And it's only, I think the only time I've ever done it is after, like, a new place has come out, and I'm, like, oh, okay. looking through, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what people are saying about it. And these people are just, like, fucking trashing it, and I'm like, that can't be that bad. Like so I'll go. eagerly awaits yeah. the opportunity to write the review that just says, first, yes. <laughs> <laughs> My hamburger was pretty good first, bye. First, exclamation mark, no review, four stars. <laughs> first, also never, the fries were underdone. perfect stars. No, it's always. There's only one person that gets five stars. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> that bread, those crackers and wine are something else. Has anyone else been to Minnesota? I've never been. Oh, I've shit. Never been to Minnesota. No, I've never even been close to Minnesota. Oh, okay, same. I'm what is close to Minnesota? Is though? Chicago Canada. close to Canada Minnesota? <laughs> Where is Minnesota? It's Let's like it's up, up, shall we? It's up north. It's west of Michigan. It's connecting to the Great Lakes, right? I think. Yeah, it's, it's one of those, the right? Great Lakes. Yeah. It has that arc there. I know that here. Well, let's see. I know the general area, but Minnesota might as well be like oh, Michigan yeah. to me. It's between the Dakotas and Wisconsin. Like what? Right in between, attached east? to Canada. Okay. So it's it like so it's a Canada toucher. Depending on where you guys <laughs> are looking toucher. at it, from you two, it's Dakotas, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Okay. From you, yeah. it's right here because you can see my <laughs> fucking computer. <laughs> <laughs> All those states are just flyover states, so it's between the no and fly. It's this I, weird I little chimney. Minnesota's oh my actually god, that's cool north as fuck. Yeah, I mean the train looks gorgeous. Like yeah. What are you talking about? Mountains. Which like one? it's actually Minnesota a pretty cool place to visit. From everyone that I I've known, a couple people have gone there. They fucking rave about it. I've been told Minnesota is really, really great. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. You know what else is great? The Mall of America in Bloomington is the size of seventy-eight football fields. No yeah. shit, that's yeah. in Minnesota. The Mall yeah. of America is that wow. was in Pennsylvania. <laughs> it seems like it would be like in right, New York, yeah, or like a real state. Lead a, a podcast road trip across America. <laughs> I, I yeah, seem, seems yeah. like Pennsylvania. Dude. I always thought the Mall of America was like in a more middle state, like Oklahoma. Like I, I thought there was I thought nothing. That too for a while, there and was, I was like, oh shit, it is Minnesota. When I was wow. looking this up, they have a lot of firsts and a lot of the biggest. Mm-hmm. Another first for them, really big for surgery. Uh, first open heart surgery and the first first uh, bone marrow transplant or United States were done in the University of Minnesota. Huh. Oh shit! Huh. Yeah. That's nice. pretty cool. They probably just figured, like, well, if we lose them, no big deal. It's a constant thing over there. It's just like oh. fast food chains test their food out in that state. Uh, really, yeah. Is no, it Minnesota where they, like, invent, like, hot dishes and shit like yeah, that? And che- yeah, exactly. Oh, These are great. cheesy tater tots all, all the way from Minnesota. And then cheeseburger on top with nacho <laughs> cheese and Give it shove nachos dude, in a pretzel bun. Fuck my shit up right now. Give me that. <laughs> like, I, I noticed there's a lot of trends in heart surgery in Minnesota, and I was like, yeah. I think there's a correlation with that yeah. and the fucking ice cream and food that they make there. Right. Huh. I just never want to shit again. Put yeah. cheese on cheese <laughs> on cheese. Cheese on, on cheese. cheese on cheese. Well, it's right next to Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah and that's, get all that good cheese. Yeah, they get Same that good Deep cheese. Fried cheese is probably everything on the menu. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm. That just sounds like heaven. We should have taken people. this episode on the road. <laughs> I know. Let's, <laughs> go to, let's go to Minnesota. Guys. Yeah. You know what? I would love for our first road trip to be to Minnesota. Yeah. Fucking. Ooh, be really nice, sure. Yeah. Actually. Minute, Do a live episode from the mall. Yeah, all of our Patreon <laughs> folks just we get to eat the kung pao chicken at the mall. Yes, <laughs> we could ride the roller coaster in the thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. we there could park in the parking lot. Yeah, we're just in the world. Yeah, you know what I just realized, Brett? I think you're thinking of King of Prussia, like near Philadelphia. That's the one. Yep, not the same. Appearance. Not the what? same at all. No. What is the King of? What are you talking what about? The that? King of Prussia is like the second, the second largest mall. mall. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, nah, I'm not going there. No, nah, fuck that place. First or nothing. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you guys. I bring the first biggest mole, and then what do you want to talk about? The second <laughs> mall. God damn it. All this list was top ten, number yeah. one. You, thing. you did a good job. No, we are very we proud really, of you, Victor. We really missed the second you know best. <laughs> well, America, let's talk about the second biggest mall in We got look, so we got used, used to it. Interesting right now. <laughs> I'm like, well, where's the second stuff? Yeah, where's where's this? <laughs> Where's I don't know. It's just sometimes I want a little bit of something else. Well, that's right. <laughs> so I want to want more. Sometimes silver's good. You know. <laughs> so, you know what? Yeah. I don't need to be yeah. gold all the time. All, all right. right. So we got any more before we go to commercial? Any no, more? We could just go to commercial. That's it. The Mall of America is the top one. Great. Figure, yeah. Nice. That's great. <laughs> wow. They well, used to have a Nickelodeon. I went with just <laughs> commercial things. things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Hell Thanks. yeah. Man, yep. triumph for over Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Mother Earth. We'll be back with some more spooky stories. <laughs> you got to say it to believe it. Who said that you can't have it all? You have a ball. There's a place for fun in your life. More of America. And welcome back, everybody. That was a message from our sponsors and definitely not something that we made up. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Yep. I'm so glad they sponsored us. Me I too. do a lot of work to get these sponsors. I really appreciate it, their patronage yes, almost guys. as much as our Patreon supporters. Uh, mm-hmm. Not quite as much, though, because yeah. our Patreon subscribers, let's be real, they're truly the lifeblood of this podcast. They are. And if they you are. wanted to become one, you could find us at patreon.com slash podcast. Yeah, yeah, we want to go ahead and give a shout out to the bleaches. To, uh, the bleach, Jessica grieving, Jessica grieving, Jessica Cesario, the uh, professor guy. Uh huh. The sexy, sexy professor man. The sexy professor. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go on a tangent here real quick. He posted on Twitter recently. He yeah. oh, really? talks on the internet, just not to us. So he's not <laughs> dead. So he's there. He's there. He's he ignoring the uh, notifications. I imagine like most of our patrons, they subscribed and never looked back on that website. Shh, and just don't tell them they bill. can do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, weird. No, that's not you, that expensive. Yeah, you. J- <laughs> <laughs> what is that? A dollar? The, what? Oh well, whatever. Uh, you just sign up and it's weird. there for life. Uh, huh. Okay, huh. it's like school loans. <laughs> or they just <laughs> yeah. yeah, you never miss that money. It's pocket change. Yeah, yeah. especially if you're listening in Europe, your money is much more valuable than ours. <laughs> Very true. And because you will once again rule our colony. You know hey, what? And I welcome. Well, maybe not in because Brexit. So oh, maybe yeah. you guys are on par with us right now. <laughs> That's true. Maybe one know. day we'll be admitted into the European Union. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I. <laughs> At this point, I feel like a little puppy dog wandering from porch to porch, like Japan, Australia. Do you have any food? Anyone. (laughs) Will you pet me? I feel like our shit's really (laughs) fucked up right now, so if anybody could just help us out. Now's a good time to take over a plucky little nation. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We We need a new despotic ruler, please, anyone. (laughs) We have so much. Also, I led with Japan, and right as I said it, I realized Japan tried to take us. Yeah, we were going to let it go. So maybe not that one. Maybe Yeah. I don't know. They've redeemed themselves. We got Sony because of them. You know, so maybe they're ready for a new one. Gundam action figures. Oh, absolutely. Gundam's so great. Yeah. Waifu and pillows. Hentai, the I art not, I form. thought it was alone. Uh. Oh, none of that. <laughs> <laughs> You're never alone on hentai. <laughs> oh, great stuff. But so, Brett, Nick brought up a haunted theater. What do you got? Yeah. Uh, I have a couple things okay. that I want to share with you guys okay. today. So uh, the first one that I want to tell you guys a little bit about is Orla Varmlinning. 
What do you think that is, first of all? Orla Varmlinen? Animal, vegetable, mineral, person, or place. That's <laughs> that's a, say, it sounds like I'm assuming that your mom's maiden name. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, cool. So it's Animal? A, yeah, animal. Animal? One more time. Animal, vegetable, mineral, person, place, or thing. No, I mean the name. Orla Varmlinen. I think uh, it's a mineral. Ooh, Victor is correct. It is a person. person. So uh, Orla is a Swedish drunken prankster figure uh, (laughs) whose popularity was evident amongst the Swedish immigrant community in Minnesota in the late 19th century. Oh. So uh, according to legend, Ola was born in the Swedish province of Varmland. And uh, according to some, he was the black sheep son of a Swedish noble family. Uh, And he was alleged to have packed all of his shit and moved to America uh, given periodic money stipends by his family to maintain his distance because he was such an embarrassment as a drunkard. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fun fact, uh, there was a Viking rune they found that they date back in Minnesota to 1309. We That's already cool. did Ooh. fun facts, though. Oh, Kensington Rune Stone, I believe. Yes, that was yes, one yes, of the... I do yeah. love Viking yeah, shit. Yeah, weird how we say 1776, right? I can't believe it. It was empty then. Wow. So Orla <laughs> allegedly came to America to forget a failed love affair and came uh, came to America to become a wandering drunken minister of the Church of Sweden, proselytizing to immigrants. Been there. Uh, Are they still it, looking for people? Because I might I, change my right? calling in life. <laughs> I'm okay with this, yeah. Uh, so he is also said to have been a wandering logger, as in addition to being a minister, uh, and arrived via a private noble train. And his arriving gathered a giant crowd in Duluth, Minnesota, where he first stood ground <laughs> on America. <laughs> okay, so like fifty people, right? <laughs> and uh, they that, ex- hang on, something's not ringing true for me there. Du- He's from Sweden, yep, and he first stepped ground in Minnesota, yep, after arriving on, in a train. Yes, he was on boat Wait, to train oh. to Minnesota. Oh. I guess th- like he never stepped foot anywhere else. <laughs> he was, they like kept throwing was, like, like, blankets from, yeah, from the I, boat to the train. Look, I didn't make the folklore. <laughs> the Swedes did. He right. made someone care. So the crowd gathered to meet him and were incredibly excited. But when they saw him, he was dressed as a lumberjack, not in <laughs> fine clothes, was drunk, and had a giant beard down to his crotch. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he has lived in the Twin Cities in Minnesota in the 1890s and eight, uh, 1880s and 1890s and made a living gambling, conning, and drinking his way through the local populace. Uh, in one legend, uh, he allegedly tricked the chief of police of the St. Paul Police Department into helping him steal a pig from a butcher and somehow pulled the old switcheroo and got the police chief arrested for this. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this man is my new patron. Right. Yeah, wait, so, what? Uh, it is said that he would sit on the shores of the Great Lakes and welcome immigrants with open arms, booze, and food, <laughs> <laughs> giving them a hearty welcome to Minnesota, and would punish the police anytime that they tried to interfere with the immigrants from Sweden. I think we can safely say that we can replace the Statue of Liberty with this yes. guy. Yes. So, <laughs> I'm uh, totally okay with this. Orla was said to have died drunk, face down in a gutter, <laughs> filled oh, wow. with a couple inches of water. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> buried in an unmarked grave in St. Paul. Like oh. any true American hero. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he died as he lived. <laughs> so that's the first one. Uh, a The drunk patron saint of s- Swedish immigrants. <laughs> and what's what's his name again? Uh, Orla Varmlining. Orla. Yep. 
Ham. Oh, we got to remember that one. He's That's like, a good character. Yeah, he's like drunk Paul Bunyan. Yeah, <laughs> he like that like, like fucks with the police. Bit. For yeah. me, it used to be like Paul Bunyan, and then the uh, the principal that hung himself. Yeah, the principal's gone. It's now Orla. Yes. Oh, you bumped oh. you bumped W H Sally to number three. That's right. Folklore figures. I I did because Orla is my new god. <laughs> <laughs> Orla is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, you guys ready for another one? I'm I, so do, I ready. do I go again? It's up to you. Do you want to alternate? Yeah, you, you go. All right, yeah. cool. So as everybody who listened to our New York episode knows, I've apparently developed some sort of affinity for lake monsters. Okay. And Minnesota's no exception. All right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, basically, obviously, many lakes in North America have monster legends, and Lake Pepin in Minnesota is one of them. Not only is it another lake monster, but it's another border lake monster. So it's on a lake that's kind of in between Minnesota and Wisconsin. Is it a contested lake monster? It is a contested Ooh. lake monster. Ooh, I love those. Rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> Sightings of this monster, nicknamed, I can only assume, Peepee. Oh, Date back. Peepee. Peepee the lake monster. Is it he's, Pepe? He's huge. It's Pepe. probably Peppy Pepe. because Pepe. it's Lake Pepin, but I'm going to go with Lake Peepee. Pepe. Pepe. <laughs> So Peepee, the lake monster, dates back to the mound builder times, and I swear to God, I'm not making any mound builder. Yeah, that's a historic period in American uh, history. Yeah. Oh shit! It's like a whole culture that's unidentified uh, Mm -hmm. because the only thing we have left for recording them are the mounds that they built. Oh shit! That's why they're hence called the mound builders. Mound builders. American history. Sometimes we're actually a history podcast. Sometimes. We put the edu in edutainment. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What makes this unique is the price on his head. Businessman Larry Nielsen offered a $50,000 reward to anybody who could produce conclusive proof of Pee-Pee's existence. Of the Nielsen rating system? Of the Nielsen rating system. That's where it comes from. son of a bitch. How many people watched my video on Pee-Pee? Oh, my God. (laughs) Don't watch my pee pee videos. Don't watch videos. my pee pee videos. Don't watch it. It's just one long It's like, look at the sign. Yeah, I, I, it says a thumb. Yeah. It's, it's pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get, get it. it, though? Get it. <laughs> get it. Uh, he basically did it largely as a publicity stunt to attract tourism to the hometown. But nonetheless, the reward is still up for grabs, and you can catch a glimpse of pee pee too at your local lake. <laughs> <laughs> so, they've got, so they've got a lake monster. They yep. have a lake monster. It's literally a fuzzy picture of this man's dick, isn't it? Like, that's why yeah, it's, it's crazy. That's Look at it, it floating there. Oh, wow. there. It's some He's kind of cock huge, magic. Isn't, it? <laughs> isn't that wild? Oh, look at that there on the shores. Oh, like, oh, oh my Oh, Garrison Keeler, did you take another hazy photo of your penis to give the answer? It's pee pee. It's pee pee. There goes the lake monster floating on by. He likes it when you feed him bread. I feel like that was the most accurate Garrison Keeler I've done all night. The one right Yeah. All right, good. I've got. I've been workshopping that one for years, guys. (laughs) We're fucking roasting Garrison Keeler tonight. I mean, I think he deserves it. I mean, I'm down for it. It was just like, yeah. (laughs) So we've decided. uh, We've had the drunk patron saint of immigrants. Okay. The lake monster. And I've got a haunted location. Ooh. Ooh. Always down for a haunted location. uh, The haunted location that I picked is the soap factory. Uh, which Ooh. is a cavernous building built in 1883 in a warehouse on the Minneapolis riverfront, which is now an experimental art venue in the f- and is the fiercest haunting in the city. Nice. Ooh. So it is one of the most, uh, this is a quote, by the way, uh, from their website. 
Uh, it is one of the most paranormally thick environments I have ever had the displeasure to investigate, says Adrian Lee, a London-born historian and the founding member of the International Paranormal Society. Okay. Uh, while Lee is loath to speak in religious terms, he considers the entities there being borderline demonic. His four-year investigation of the space had found men getting attacked, a darkness so profound it blotted out infrared imagery, and most disturbingly, the smell of sulfur, which is, you know, hell smells for those yeah. of you at home. Oh, uh, right. And it seems to be that this place is the uh, one place in Minneapolis that truly flaps the unflappable. Lee doesn't go on, uh, uh, doesn't go in without a couple of pastors or religious figures without him. Damn. So uh, the factory, of course, was at one point in time an old soap factory, which meant that it uh, created soap during the uh, 1800s. Let me guess. It's made of people. Nope, <gasps> it is made of thousands and thousands and thousands of animal carcasses. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> haunted animals better. Yep. Oh, exactly. shit. <laughs> so the flow of bloody skins through the factory rivaled the current of the Great River next door. Oh, shit. And at the turn of the century, the building's appetite for flesh made it a repository for stray dogs that the city paid to be rounded up and then strangled by the dog strangler. Oh. That was a job that you could have in the turn of the century Minneapolis. Oh. Dog strangler. Dog strangler. Oh, my God. Your father really? was a dog strangler. Yep. <laughs> my no daddy was a dog strangler. Strangler, and I'm gonna be a dog strangler, strangler. damn it. <laughs> Just <laughs> like my good old dad. <laughs> oh, Hi, damn it, Billy. Strangle Fluffy. Don't name the dog boy. You have to strangle, <laughs> strangle him. Rule number one of strangling. <laughs> this family's been tr- proud dog stranglers for years. <laughs> but, Dad, I want to be a radio host. Quiet, Garrison. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> so uh, before it was a soap factory that was basically the Holocaust of animals, uh, it was Christ. a warehouse that was the site of a small at-home business in Minneapolis okay. that created artificial limbs for Civil War soldiers surviving the war. Good for like, them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So uh, all of these people came there to get their uh, limbs refitted after having them blown or hacked off due oh. to infection. Oh, uh, So from their web... Uh, so, by it's the way... Sanitary. Right? Pretty cool. It's kind of it has to be though. They make soap. Soap factory, right? Good. good. You're gonna need some soap to go with that new arm, huh, Jim? (laughs) The river of blood. That's fine. Just put your things there. Jump over the river. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Everyone in the Civil War is a New York. Yeah, in Minnesota. Uh, So watch out for the Red River. There, you got to get your arm. Oh crap! I lost a hand. Oh no! (laughs) Gotta get your hands fit. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh no! Oh! So I mentioned it was an experimental art venue, right? So this is now a place where you, as a local artist, can rent space to display installation artwork. Cool. And every Halloween, the soap factory features a haunted house in its basement, which was where the blood channel vented all the blood out into the river. Oh, shit. So here's here's a little excerpt from soapfactory.org, the venue's website. Hang on. Uh, (laughs) Soapfactory.org? Yep, that's their website. They got Uh, that? They didn't get the .com? They're a nonprofit because they're an art venue. (laughs) So sorry. Thank God. No money in the art. Guys, so yeah. <laughs> uh, so here's uh, an, an excerpt about their 2014 annual Halloween event. Uh, so the annual event happens every year, but this is from the 2014 review. Mm-hmm. This month, brave souls are invited to venture into the soap factory's bowels for the art gallery's annual Halloween haunted basement event. Even braver souls can venture to play the ghouls for the production. But exorcists take note. There's a spirit that kind of takes over our actors, says Tom Loftus, last year's Halloween director. It can get pretty wild. 
Haunted Basement returns this year to its roots with two twisted pathways, leading to an artist-created environment built throughout the entire 13,000 square foot feet of the soap factory's basement. But the nightmare starts before you even get there as you are forced to wait in line through a maze of visual horror above the basement. Once it's your turn, you'll be separated into small groups and fed into the depths of a handful at a time, where you will then be given a choice to follow the signs to take the easy path or to be brave and take the path filled with more horror and more torment than before, alone. Once a path is chosen, there's no turning back. But beware, we may decide to switch the signs at any given time, putting you onto the path that is much less trodden. And still... Be bold with your choice. You never know when your bravery will be rewarded. There is no set time to the maze. Maybe you'll find your way out. Maybe you'll be stuck in the nightmare until we decide to let you out. Be prepared. Our basement creeps are ready, and they've been waiting for you. Now, here's a review from MinnesotaHauntedHouses.com. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, guys, this is a rating of six jack-o'-lanterns out of six, which is the rating system that that's, they use. That's good. Survey. Six <laughs> is the most jack-o'-lantern-y <laughs> number. They <laughs> went with six? Yep, six. Perfect. The most devilish number. Uh, when I went to the soap factory, I was singled out. I was picked by the actors to go through by myself. I was led away from my group of friends and family and took to a completely different starting point. Apparently, when they single you out, you are one of the ac- uh, you are with one of the actors, and cre- uh, then dressed in a costume. <laughs> First, oh, wow. they dressed me in an operating gown and blackout goggles and led me around by the hand. Then you were led about by one of the actors, making you participate in the scenes. It was super fun. Halfway through, I was abandoned and had to find my own way out. Oh, the whole shit. time I was in there, I didn't see anyone besides the actors. For me, this is one of the best attractions in Minnesota because it's so different. Not a cookie-cutter haunted house. I definitely would recommend to anyone looking for a something different. Damn. And again, that is on MinnesotaHauntedHouses.com, the number one website for reviewing haunted houses, specifically in the state of Minnesota, <laughs> using the six jack-o'-lantern <laughs> system. I think we can all agree it just sounds like good, clean fun. It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Sounds, sounds fine. Blast, actually. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Because it's a soap factory. Yeah. Solid. Solid joke. Thank you. <laughs> I know not all of our <laughs> listeners speak English, so I figured I'd explain the joke in English for them. No, that's great. That's very <laughs> helpful, Nick. Thank you. Yeah, that's thank you, Nick. All right, Nick, you got another uh, You got another one? Boy, do I. I'd just like to take a second to say I'm so proud of Minnesota. Me like, too. There are a it's lot of states great. where we've done, and we're just kind of like scraping shit together yeah. to talk about. We're like, I don't yeah. know, they have a Bigfoot Oregon. or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Surprisingly Fuck. hard to find stuff. Anything. Yeah. yeah, and it's a creepy place. Yeah, okay. yeah. all like, Oregon had was a ton of fun facts. Like yeah. that was the only thing I didn't the have only to struggle thing terrifying with. I found every time, and I don't think I brought it up on the show, was just like, or maybe I did, was just the, all the white supremacy crap, and I was like, I ah, just gonna skip that. Yep. Yeah, so surprisingly just, heavy with that. A lot that bummed yeah. me yeah. out. Bunker yeah. people, a like ton. Yeah. forest bunker people. Yeah, mm-hmm. a ton yeah, of forest bunker people. That's gonna be my new D and D character. Forest bunker people. Um, so my next story is about the Minnesota lawman Val Johnson and how he was attacked by a UFO. Nice. Oh, oh shit. Also, oh, I don't want it to go unsaid that Johnson is yet another dick joke in this state very heavy <laughs> on the dick jokes. That is what the nice was in reference to. The dick. Uh, <laughs> or as the kids call it, the D. The, the D. D for <laughs> de-terrifying <laughs> UFO encounter. <laughs> So Minnesota is home to one of the most famous UFO encounters. <laughs> sorry, like, was, you got Brett with that one. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Mom. 
On August 26, 1979, Mm -hmm. Marshall County Sheriff's Deputy Val Johnson was on night patrol on a rural stretch of State Highway 20, just outside of Warren, Minnesota, when a ball of light appeared on the road ahead of him. Johnson drove his patrol car towards the light to investigate further, when suddenly the ball of light was inside the car with him, and it attacked him, hitting him like, and I quote, a 200-pound pillow. Fuck. That would still <laughs> fuck you up, I feel. I would yeah. imagine so I mean, 200 yeah. pound anything will. Right. Yeah, what a specific... Uh, yeah. Like, it was soft, like, it was kind of squishy, but it still fucking hurt. It was 200 <laughs> pounds of pillow. It was still 200, 200 pounds. pounds. feather still weighs 200 pounds. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, you tell me. <laughs> the next thing Johnson knew, he woke up in a ditch a half hour later with burns around his eyes. And his pants off. And his pants off, and Louis <laughs> C.K. right there next to him. Oh, no, 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 got him again. Oh, <laughs> Both his wristwatch and the dashboard clock on his in his car had slowed by 14 minutes. His windshield and one of his headlights had been smashed, and both of his car antennas were sharply bent out of place. Shit. Don't know why he had two antennas on his car. Maybe he's the UFO Weird. driver, but we'll get to that later. CB radio. Yeah. The police yeah. radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't hang out with pigs, okay, Brett? <laughs> oh, a police investigation, which he is the police, that so escalated. I don't know if... That escalated really yeah. quick. Yeah. Fuck saying, all you no cop listeners. Group was like, oh yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Just making sure. I don't, I don't fuck with him. I was just like, I'm, I'm not a talking cop. to him, I ain't saying shit. I, <laughs> nope. Jeez. Oink. That's all I got to say. So the police you heard it here for first, folks. <laughs> Nick does not oink. They get pulled over, and they're going to be like, I heard what you said. Heard what I, you I said, bitch. You said radio you said personality of the internet. <laughs> so we let's, know. If we, uh, we kind of dig a little deeper, like I actually got to find uh, like an excerpt from the report that he filed. And as a cop himself, I don't know if he just used his own report paper or actually called somebody else to do it. I don't really know how it works. Feel like conflict of interest to file your own report about your own right? interest. Right. So yeah. if, the news, if the news is talking about anything, cops can just do whatever the hell they want. Exactly. Act with impunity and kill whoever they please. <laughs> yeah, they're just <laughs> like, like, like yeah, Judge Dredd. Fucking UFO. <laughs> Turn it in. He's like, I'm just saying, I interviewed the guy and me said there was a UFO. <laughs> it was a fucking UFO. He's a cop. He wouldn't lie. Yeah, why exactly. would I lie? <laughs> uh, so what he said was... The edges were very defined. I thought perhaps at first that it could be an aircraft in trouble, as it appeared to be landing right in front of the aircraft. I proceeded south on 220, and as I proceeded a mile and three-tenths or a mile and four-tenths, when the light intercepted my vehicle, causing damage to a headlight, putting a dent in the hood, breaking, excuse me, breaking the windshield, and bending antennas on top of the vehicle. At this point, at the interception of the light, I was rendered either unconscious, neutralized, or unknowing for a period of approximately 39 minutes. <laughs> that is not an approximate time. That is an exact <laughs> yeah, time. For that exactly 39 minutes. That's situation what I think happened here. I think this guy was DUI. Closetedly, no. 100% a DUI. No, I think closet, closet the homosexual yeah. met a trucker somewhere, went really bad, trucker destroyed his car, and was just like, oh man, it's just out of nowhere. Fucking this UFO. Because they were like, what the fuck are you doing out here, Johnson? Just hanging out. There's nothing out this here. This isn't your beat, man. This isn't, yeah. <laughs> You're like There's 10 miles out of town. Out What's up with those rollerblades? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to learn. Whatever. Yeah, whatever, man. 
Wait, so for hockey, roller, those are new. Are those are the are the wheels all in a line? Oh my god! It's really helpful. It might go faster. That's incredible. <laughs> wow, those socks are really high, and those shorts are very short. Yeah, I'm a cop. What do you expect? Yeah, what do you? Know, it's for aerodynamics. I have a lollipop also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. I get hungry. Harrison Keeler, get out of here. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, continue. Oh, uh, no, you're good. I, I actually kind of think it's probably Brett's story. I think there's a totally high chance that he was drunk or something and as he's like you know swerving into the other lane that he fucked up yeah oh yeah oh yeah so he's swerving into the oncoming lane the light he saw is a headlight probably one that's out because it's fucking rural minnesota so he gets hit by the car the 200 pound pillow and then as he's fucking passed out because he's drunk and got hit by a truck He's like, yeah, I must have been out for 39 minutes because of an alien. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Holy shit. When you, you were a cop. That is right. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this case is closed, folks. And that's the, the story books. of the alien encounter. <laughs> when you frame it like that, yeah, that dude was totally drunk. Fucking blitzed oh, yeah. out of his mind yeah. driving yeah. up the backwoods. Yeah. Trying to catch Which some is trucker awesome, tail. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> for what but, it's worth, though, a 200 pound pillow sounds. Very comforting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a gravity blanket. It's so weird. <laughs> 200 pounds. <laughs> yeah. It smothers you. Yeah. Smother pillow. Perfect. Oh, God. I got I got one more. All right. Okay. Yeah, sure. So, uh, this, so, guys, did you know that it's entirely possible that there is an unidentified serial killer stalking Minnesota? Or perhaps right. a series of serial killers working together, stalking the college campuses with a very unique method of killing? Or it could be complete bullshit oh. and it's completely unrelated and just all these accidents look alike. I what hope it's fuck? that one. Okay, get ready for this shit. So in 2008, retired New York police detectives Frank Gannon and Anthony Duarte went public with what, they, uh, with what many have dismissed as a cockamamie theory. They claimed that starting in 1997 and around the area stretching between Minnesota, but primarily in Minnesota and New York, that more than three dozen waterlogged corpses were dredged from rivers and lakes and ponds that shared a surprisingly number of similarities for it to be just coincidence. They were so, all interns on the Prairie Home Companion? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God damn so, it. So, all right, here's where the shit gets weird. Almost without yeah. exception, the victims were all white, college-age males <gasps> who Gannon oh, and Duarte described as athletic, good-looking, and academically successful. Oh, no. They oh. theorized That's all the of predator us. was probably clumsy, <laughs> yeah. fat, dumb, and ugly, and therefore was motivated by envy. <laughs> oh, shit. Look, look at them running. I'm the just shoving on my cheetah. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Look at that. Make your cool because your stomach don't just, jiggle just, when you walk. I'm just running place and I, my bees don't make me jiggle. They'll be, they'll <laughs> oh be sorry. Uh, so they'd all been spotted drinking at local bars or parties before being visibly intoxicated and leaving the party or bar alone when they disappeared. Oh. And a do- in like two dozen of these cases, smiley faces were found painted near where the bodies the detectives uh, determined that they had been located. Oh, that's terrifying. So nearly all of these uh, alleged, in air quotes, drowning victims were discovered in northern climates during the winter months, uh, which as was described in this article as a ball-shrinking climactic scenario in which <laughs> even the drunkest of frat dude bros would hesitate to wander near a body of water. Did you get this from incels.com? I don't know. It's <laughs> probably. Uh, so we can rule out rape. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Jesus Christ, Victor, that was terrible. Uh, yet, uh, there was no discernible similar pattern of alcohol-related drownings 
anywhere in the United States in this period of time. Really? So it was only in a localized area. Dozens of these have similar things. Every mm. one of these guys was looked very similar, died in the same way. The so, smiley face thing is creepy. Right? Yeah. So nearly all of the alleged smiley face murder cases are classified as accidental drownings. But what? at least two of them were determined to be homicides. Uh, 20-year-old Patrick McNeil was last spotted drinking with friends at a Manhattan bar called the Dapper Dog one night in February 1997. His corpse was dragged out of the East River two months later and 12 miles away. He was found in the water face-up, which is rare for drowning victims, apparently. An autopsy revealed that ligature marks are on his neck, so that means like strangula- strangulation. Uh, his groin area also had uh, ligature marks as well, <laughs> uh, mm. and that uh, housefly larva had been laid on his uh, been laid inside of his body, which meant that at some point in time he was indoors. Uh, but oh. he was dead before he ever hit the water. Although he'd been missing for two months when his body was found, the absence of what is known as skin slippage, which is when your skin comes <laughs> off of you like a glove, by the way, uh, that right. it indicated that he'd been in the water for less than a day. Oh. Now, case number two, rule of homicide affiliated with this. Halloween 20, uh, 2002. 21-year-old University of Minnesota uh, student Chris Jenkins was seen kicked out of a bar at Minneapolis for partying way too hard. Four months later, his <laughs> right body on. was found right. encased in ice in oh. the Mississippi River, face up well, with his hands folded across his chest. Again, not in a position normally found with a drowning victim. Well, no, that's like, like a solo. standard Dracula pose. Right, that's like the <laughs> fucking Dracula. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Okay. But he was in a fucking block of ice in the fucking Mississippi River. What the I fuck? love this. Crazy, right? So that's was, water, was water found in his lungs? Was uh, he... It didn't say. Okay. Uh, so good thinking, though. Thanks. According to This is where I came on to solve this mystery, guys. <laughs> right? According to the forensic pathologist, Dr. Cyril Wetched, the statistics are not so real stacked doctor. against this number of men Young men at that, Caucasian males, all of similar body types, found in bodies of water in that cluster of states within that period of time that it would be statistically impossible for these events to be unrelated. Professor Lee Gilbertson, which is a nationally acclaimed criminologist from Minnesota St. Cloud University, dismissed it as an urban legend. After scrutinizing the evidence, though, he unabashedly declared that the smiley face killer was a real thing. (laughs) Whoa. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> because he was an outspoken critic until he started looking at the evidence of all these deaths. Oh, shit. Damn. Uh, yeah, fucking dark. When right? someone says, like, right? how long yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, of these like, murders been happening? 1998 until, like, 2015. Oh, what the oh, fuck? Oh, shit, no! Uh, despite, uh, despite support, Gannon Duarte, the original uh, detectives, and their little theory have legions of critics. So criminal profiler Pat Brown says that the theory is ludicrous, insane, it notes that smiley faces are literally the most common form of graffiti. <laughs> it is not unusual symbol. If you look in an area five miles square, I guarantee you you'll find at least one, is a quote Ooh. that he said. Okay. Yeah, because so many people were dead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in 2008, the FBI issued a press release stating, we have not developed any evidence in support links between these deaths and any evidence substantiating the theory that these deaths are the work of a serial killer or serial killers. The vast majority of these instances appear to be alcohol-related drownings. In 2010, the Center for Homicide Research released a document called Drowning the Smiley Face Murder Theory. Great article title, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Outlining that there's 18 reasons that it can be wrong. Uh, Number one, none of the smiley faces look alike. Number two, there's no evidence of trauma aside from the two ruled as homicides. Three, drownings don't fit a serial killer motive unless they were never identified. Uh, however, several surviving parents allege that smiley face victims, in air quotes, have expressed doubts about the former detective's motives, 
uh, fearing to make a big stink about the uh, theory. So Bill Stozak, whose son died in Albany, New York, was classified as a drowning, to this day claims that his son was murdered. Uh, so he's one of the uh, murderer's victim's family members. Gotcha. Uh, right. And despite all of this, the smiley face theory persists. It was uh, invoked in 2012 after a Northwestern University student's corpse was found floating near smiley face graffiti carved into a tree. And again in 2015, uh, which is the most recent event, in February, uh, where a drowning death of a 21-year-old who was last seen drinking with friends the day before Thanksgiving, his body was found encased in ice in a river uh, right before thing, or right before Christmas. Yep, just sounds like he drowned. Yeah, what the, what the fuck? fuck? What right? the hell? No, yeah. I'm a so ten. What do, you, what do you guys think? I think Real I'm a quick. ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's totally a serial killer, right? That's or killers. Creepy. They yeah. all, look, all of them look alike. Same profile. Same method of death. Like, well, not to mention the guy who's just like, nope. There's nothing to see here. Definitely not those sexy, sexy boys <laughs> drinking there. I don't <laughs> know what could have killed him. This was all totally normal. I swear, was I wasn't even near him. I mean. Nobody was near. No, Fuck, one, just they case drowned. Closed. Case closed. Move on. There's Bye. literally the same type of victim in all of it the whole right? time. The smile face yeah. saying, "What if he picked that because he knew they would rule that out?" It's fucking. What if brilliant. he's a forensic specialist? The serial killer would would know that it was. By the way, if you're listening hers. right now, I think it's complete bullshit. Smiley face killer. I don't think that this is right. You're <laughs> definitely not a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm also out of college. I yes. was gonna say you're out of college. Also, none you're of fine. us fit the description. Of none of us are sexy like the men. You like Actually, you don't know that. Hang on, we're on the radio. That's oh. us, a bunch of sexy, sexy twenty-one-year-old guys. We just yep. got back from the gym just and drinking alone. Yeah, you know, I got kicked out for partying too hard. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. I'm, dr- I'm, <laughs> I'm drunk and attractive. Sorry, that it's me, Chris long, Hemsworth. No, no, it's worth it. No, that is that was absolutely worth it. And my initial thoughts on it are: I fucking hate that I have to follow that story. No, no, no. I'll that, give you a buffer. Okay, that was true crime. Yeah. Okay, that was a true crime. That was a fantastic story. Okay. Here's your quick buffer because I just wanted to make sure we mentioned it about Minnesota. Yeah. They have a lot of Bigfoots and apparently Wendigo. Yes. That's what I was going to bring up that Minnesota, I mentioned it earlier because a little behind the scenes, folks. I am Mr. Minnesota. I am Mr. Minnesota. No, we all decide who's going to do what in each episode. And I know that as we were all looking it Damn up. Damn you, Ethan. You're telling them how we make it. <laughs> we just come up organically. I mean, no, we. We're revealing Garrison Keillor's sausage <laughs> to everyone. This is all just spur of the moment. But when you look up Minnesota, for all of our regular listeners, if you look up Minnesota urban legends or Minnesota folklore, it's like playing fucking bingo for state <laughs> folk legends. You got Wendigos, you got lake monsters, yeah. you got Bigfoots, squatches. There's, I just wanted to say they call them squatches in Minnesota. Yes. <laughs> uh, they even have the one that doesn't appear that often, but is one of my favorites where it's the disappearing headlights. They yep. have this pickup Ooh. truck that drives I'm on. I'm glad a, you brought that one up. Yeah, are that's you about to one. tell that I'm one? I'm not going to tell the okay. story. I was going to yeah. skip it, but it's a good one. So that that's the one where it's uh, on this lonely road. It's near a Native American reservation in Minnesota or a former. A burial ground. Yeah, there we go. Yep. And um, this truck will follow you for a while and then just disappear. Um, in addition to that one, there is also the hitchhiker, the disappearing hitchhiker that everyone knows at this point, where a dude will be on the side of the road. Normally, it looks like a hunter of some kind. Oh, I read about that one. Yes. He's in like flannel and he has a gun. Yeah. yeah. Like everybody else in Minnesota. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's, that's why a lot of people like discredit it because they're just like, well, that's fucking everybody. everybody. That that's that's everyone. just Ben. Yeah, that's just Ben out there trying to get laid by some truckers. <laughs> and so, um, so it's seriously, 
Back to Victor's theory of Wait, Officer what? Johnson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. How yeah, are you doing, Officer sir. Johnson? You know, the Japanese <laughs> call us a kimono. Um, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but, oh, the, man. but the story I'm going to talk about, should we go right into it? Let's, Let's do just it. jump okay. in raw we'll dog. Yeah, we'll just jump right into it. So the one <laughs> story. Wrong. Raw reference. Uh. So the story I'm going to be talking about tonight is something that I have not seen in any other state. And it's a mysterious creature haunting <gasps> around Minnesota. Ooh. Yeah. Which is it because we haven't talked about Minnesota before? That's what it is. Yeah. There you go. I love it. Uh, <laughs> and it's not a Wendigo. And it's not a Bigfoot. Okay. It's not a serial killer it's theory? Not a serial killer. Nope. nope. No true crime here. So what would you say is indigenous and famous for some other country? Nick? Italians are indigenous to Italy. That's right. Free health care? Yeah. Fred, you want leprechauns? Add? Leprechauns, that's it. You guys, I don't it. know that we understood the question. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was supposed to say. This was a here. bad question that I posed poorly. <laughs> I'm referring to kangaroos. What? What? Kangaroos are only in Australia and Tasmania, right? Yeah. yeah. Wrong. Duh, what? You guys they're are also super in zoos. wrong. They're also, in zoos. They're, also <laughs> they're also in zoos. Uh, <laughs> don't forget underground boxing matches. That's right. That's true. Story's <laughs> over. Go home, That's boys. Have telling. you ever seen a kangaroo? Like a nice photto of a kangaroo. Those things look fucking scary. They are. They're not they scary. are built as shit, and they yeah. will beat the hell out of you. Did you see yeah, a nice photo of a kangaroo? Like yeah, a like kangaroo a after business rabbit. school? They're scary. It's like a kangaroo with like a tie instead of boxing. Yeah, but they're. I don't know. They look like a giant rabbit that will have a fun accent. That is a wallaby. Wallabies are cute. But no, kangaroos are hell creatures that will beat the shit out of you. No, he's not wrong. What happened to you in a zoo? Which leads me to the phantom kangaroos. Okay. Shut the fuck up. That's Play the, the phantom kangaroo jingle. <laughs> oh, I'm, all right. Everyone shut story, up. This folks. is amazing. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> so they've been spotted in Wisconsin, California, mm. Tennessee, but most notably, they have been spotted in Minnesota. Okay. Starting all the way back in 1913, is the phantom kangaroos were spotted in various parts of North America. When I say phantom kangaroos, I don't mean like they're wearing a mask and a cape. They don't ghost sell fireworks. Kangaroos. I'm referring to ghost kangaroos. Ghost kangaroos. Yeah, they're very pale and they have glowing eyes. Like That's an albino? Terrifying. Like an albino I would kangaroo. watch the shit out of a movie called Ghost Roo. Ghost yeah. Roo. Ghost Roo. <laughs> Sci-fi, if you're listening right now, we have tons of ideas. Here we go. <laughs> just <laughs> listen to literally any of our episodes. We will literally, literally write We will make a movie true. a week. We Seriously, can do it. Just call us back, please. <laughs> so Stop ignoring me. In addition. Ignore, ignore the kimono photos. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel Krypton. We got something better. Yeah. Go for it. So in addition to looking like ghosts, they also have supernatural abilities. What? Yeah, they have been spotted going through. This is no supernatural ability, but they've been spotted going through garbage. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a raccoon's supernatural ability to go through garbage. So, can they open doors? Is that another? Ability? <laughs> it's, it's incredible. They rattle chains. Imagine, I want to say these kangaroos. These kangaroos have been spotted from being three and a half feet tall to like five and a half feet tall. So seriously, imagine a five and a half foot tall, pale, glowing eyed kangaroo just fucking busting into your house. I'm starting to feel like there's a meth of some sort called like golden kangaroo. And yeah. that's where this is from. Like, I, I got some fresh ghost roo. Get on <laughs> it now, boys. Yeah. So in it, so some of their supernatural abilities are <laughs> appearing and disappearing at will. Okay. Uh, Who's will? Yeah. <laughs> 
God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, they can make extraordinary jumps more than regular kangaroos. Okay. Who's monitoring that? I want to know. <laughs> like, I don't know how far a kangaroo can Trust jump. Trust me, there what? will be plenty They're of They're from Minnesota. How would they know? Do they bring an Australian in to look at the... T- so, yeah, I've yeah, seen so lots of roos over here. Right. That one jumped a lot too yeah, far. That's definitely abnormal. <laughs> I don't even call it paranormal. I took my glasses <laughs> off, everyone. <laughs> That visual gag so, is totally going to play. <laughs> oh, it's going to be perfect. Oh, fuck. So these fucking kangaroos, right? Uh, what will happen is a lot of people have a theory that it's a pack of pale, ghostly kangaroos that are roaming from these various states. Mm-hmm. That's because, a long way to roam. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when the, they can jump super far. How do they survive in that environment? So that <laughs> is completely that, opposite of Australia. So that's the interesting part of these. Kangaroos will come into these communities like waves. Really? They're described as waves. Well, they'll come in. It's like gentrification, but for kangaroos. <laughs> Real estate <laughs> prices will just shoot up. It's terrible. Goddamn, there's a new cool coffee shop on every corner. (laughs) And these kangaroos are everywhere. Um, So they'll come in like waves to these communities, and they will tear apart the natural wildlife and domestic pets. Really? So, yeah, dogs, cats, birds, raccoons. (laughs) Shit. All the the natural flora and fauna of America. They so, all just take turns jabbing which, at a yeah, moose, yeah, just like. <laughs> so the, this is the this is the scary part is the, what animals that don't suddenly disappear they will find ripped apart and oh, left in the road. So these kangaroos aren't just like beating the shit out of these dogs. They're like finding the dogs and either eating them Jesus. or ripping them apart and leaving the remains of their corpse. As uh, a warning to all of them. As a warning. One sort of fascista. Facetious story is uh, one person claims it was a farmer. One person claims they saw one of these ghost kangaroos running off with their sheep. <laughs> oh <my laughs> what? God. Like that? Like in the arms? Like, this kangaroo, like oh a baby? Yeah. <laughs> and this kangaroo's <laughs> fucking hopping away with this dude's sheep. And uh, so there's a theory that the kangaroos are incredibly intelligent. Hang on. Jessica, could you draw that for us, please? <laughs> please. <laughs> draw us a ghost kangaroo cradling a, a baby sheep. Yeah, and I, I want the <laughs> farmer like shaking his fist. Like pitchfork in hand. Yeah, like, yeah. God <laughs> damn it. That's my sheep. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Um, so you would think these sightings were from early as 1913. They probably disappeared sometime in the 50s, right? Yeah, that seems yeah. right. Either. Wrong! Oh, oh man, no. I was so tricked. What so was it last right year? They've been spotted from as far back as 1899 all the way up through 1981. What? And there's a particular instance outside of Chicago where an entire neighborhood claims that they saw a ghostly white kangaroo hopping away through this neighborhood. Huh. Yeah. What the Obviously, fuck? there are no photos of anything. Of course. Because so it's a ghost. They can't didn't have, have cameras back then. Not right. 1981. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Did you have daguerreotypes? <laughs> Stand still, kangaroo! Damn it! <laughs> so, speaking of which, there is a uh, fuzzy photo from an incident in 1978, and many people believe that this is one of the phantom ruse. Yeah. As the Australians. That is so phantom roo. So in so in Minnesota, specifically in Coon Rapids, Minnesota. Can't say that on the radio. I know that's the name of the town. (laughs) They (gasps) they referred to a particular kangaroo as Big Bunny, and it haunted Coon Rapids from 1957 through 1967. What the fuck? So for a fucking decade, Coon Rapids was convinced. (laughs) How long do 
Ghost roos live. How that's, long is a normal kangaroo? <laughs> that's the interesting oh, thing, no. is I forgot to look that up. Hang on, hang on. I'll look it up now. Well, we is, call them Hoppy Whitey's over here. <laughs> Hoppy Whitey's. <laughs> so, so there's a part of the story that's hilarious because it's like these giant pale kangaroos are just hopping around stealing sheep. But then there's another part where it's like they disappear, they're ghosts, they'll rip your fucking dog apart. Yeah, my, my thinking first. is yes. like... Someone brought them over, mm-hmm. and throughout the years, they've slowly adapted yeah. to like where their environment is, mm-hmm. and somehow become insanely aggressive. Yes, and also only the ones that could adapt to the cold and change their color. Yeah, but like a a weird like super like evolution rapid thing. Fire, yeah, rapid, rapid fire, fire like evolution maybe like, like one that like was like came out kind like of couple of them. Yeah, yeah. and then I just think it was really good maybe. at fucking and made a bunch of them. And I then, think no. we may have solved two stories with one. Okay. Anybody want to take a guess at how big a normal, like, large male kangaroo can get? Big as Six fuck, feet. man. 200 pounds. Oh, wow. Almost oh, as big oh, as a 200 oh, pound. Oh, 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 shit. You're oh. right. So You're if this is a ghost right. roo, it's white, it's got glowing eyes, yeah. and then it smacks into a fucking car oh, like a 200 pound shit. pillow. Shit, solved the mystery. Holy shit. Dang. Thanks for listening, guys. You can f- I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That, well, Whoa. I'm done. That's a hell of an ending, yeah, actually. Right. Wow. We can't fucking top that. Yeah. <laughs> Let us Damn. know what you guys think. Nick, tell us where they can tweet their answers. On Twitter. All right, no, but in all seriousness, you can find us on Twitter at GoFolk Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at GoFolk Yourself Podcast. And you can find us on Instagram, where we usually post hilarious pictures of our mascot, Sassy, and we tell you when you can find new episodes. But seriously, we love talking to you guys on social media. So hit us up. Maybe we'll send you a cool picture of a ghost through if we can find one. Yeah, who knows what we'll find on the internet. There's all sorts of there, weird It could shit be there. anything. I mean, it, and maybe if Jessica sends us a picture of the ghost room. Hint, 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 hint. <laughs> if you want it, ask her for it. Exactly. And as always, guys, if you're a Patreon subscriber, thank you so much for your hard-earned, delicious money. We use that to buy dumb shit on the internet. And also keep the lights on here at Go Folk Yourself Podcast, where we want to thank you all for listening tonight. And why don't you go ahead and give us a follow on uh, Apple Podcasts while you're at it. What and would they search on Apple Podcasts? Ooh, go Folk Yourself Podcast. I love it. Yeah, that's the one. And go ahead and write us a review while you're at it. Unless you're that one shithead from really early on who gave us a really negative review for the sound quality. Fuck you, okay? Fuck you. We bought microphones. We hired Victor. We have this box that I don't know what it does, but it has a bunch <laughs> of cables in it, and I think it makes the show sound better. So, usually. Usually. I don't know. So anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. If you've written a review, thank you for doing that. And go ahead, follow us on literally whatever social media platform you use. I don't understand social media. I'm like a 60-year-old man when it comes to the internet. (laughs) But seriously, we love you guys. We do this shit for you, Frank Weaver. (laughs) 